Well, we spent a fair bit of the hour talking about um, the story, not just that uh, John Ralph broke, about an alleged apology that David Noble uh, had to make to his players, but also the plight of North Melbourne and um, to Lee's previous point, you know, how you deal with players and how coaches evolve. Ben Amafio is the CEO of the North Melbourne Footy Club. He's, I think, in his third season now, and he's been good enough to join us on Sports Day. Ben, welcome. We appreciate your time. No problem. Good evening, guys. Ben, can we just start by asking you to clarify um, the story? It's been told in many different versions. From your perspective, did the coach actually apologise to players for his treatment of them post the Brisbane loss? Yeah, I believe he did. Um, that was an initiative that he took upon himself. Um, so, uh, yeah, he uh, felt as though he, he probably went a tad hard and, um, and then felt like um, he needed to, uh, to apologise to the players, so he did. And so is this a one-off, Ben, or, or have you ever previously felt the need to address this sort of behaviour in his treatment of players? No, um, no. I mean, look, it's uh, that was a extraordinary night. I mean, uh, that's the first time under at least under, um, and actually second time. I think a Good Friday last year, but um, that was a bad. It was a bad loss for us, and um, and and David was obviously very disappointed, as we all were, and the players were as well, and um, and yeah, immediately in the aftermath of the match. Um, he was obviously um, really feeling it, and um, and you know, in, in, in his own in his own words, he, he probably thinks that he went a tad hard and it's not like he needed to apologise. Um, has he done that before? No, he hasn't. Um, hasn't hasn't needed to. Um, and I think I, I you know we heard uh, Jack Seville talking this morning publicly about it, and he he felt Jack's view was that he didn't the coach didn't, didn't need to apologise. Had nothing to apologise for. Ben, Jimmy Bartell here. You, you mentioned Jack Zebel and um, he's saying that the coach didn't need to. Did he tell you, he, the coach would tell you that he was going to apologise? Because it brings up almost the generational debate, you know, about, you know, new mm. people need to have sensitive conversations. Did you feel like he, personally, did you feel like he should have apologised? No, no, there was no, there was no inkling that he was going to do it. and Certainly no pressure from myself for him to do so mind you having said that I, I wasn't in the meeting um where he gave the players a spray but um but no I, I didn't have I didn't have any prior notice of that no but he told me afterwards Ben I must say the the a coach sort of apologizing sort of harsh words is no big deal for me but it's the performance of the club that is the big deal now you as CEO how do you judge the effectiveness of what has affected your 30 or 40 person Football department, let alone the role of the senior coach. Yeah, well, fair question, Lee. And, and I guess the, the things that we judge, the two big buckets are performance and behaviour. Um, you judge behaviours and you judge the performance. Um, our performance, and, and if I could just give a bit of context on this one, I've got to say, we um, while we're disappointed that we've had a couple of back-to-back poor showings of late, and we want to. We obviously want to reduce that. We don't want to be losing by more than forty points each week. That's that's a given. Um, but we're not we're not overly surprised at the position we're in um, in terms of being at the bottom of the ladder for you know one one year and eight games into a rebuild. Now, when we studied other successful rebuilds, Lions, Melbourne, and others, Carlton in this last trend, um, it's typical that 
clubs will spend three or four years at the bottom of the ladder. So we went into this knowing, eyes wide open, that we were going to be suffering some pain for three or four years. Uh, As I said, we're one year and eight games into that process. So that doesn't surprise us. Um, But what what we are trying to fix... Are these these one quarter blowouts where we're getting a run of goals against us and having having some decent margins kicked against us, which isn't great. Um, so that's something that's that's the area of focus for us that we need to fix. Ben, uh, apart from uh, taking time and uh, almost sounds like the American sporting term, trusting the process. Have you found out over <laughs> a, a year that you need something else in the football department? It is a person. Is it? more or less of something else? Have you, have you uncovered anything, any learnings that can help you fast-track this process? Uh, Jimmy, I would say that um, well, the first thing is uh, we're all constrained by the soft cap. So uh, we've all got $6.45 million to spend and we spend right up to the, up to the limit. Um, unfortunately, North Melbourne teams of the past where we haven't been able to afford that luxury, we haven't been able to spend up to the soft cap. Mind you, it was a bit bigger back in those days. But of the last couple of years, I can I can generally say hands on heart, we've spent right up to the limit. So it's not that the football department isn't wanting for any, anything more in terms of resources. How we allocate that resources is, is the art. Um, at the moment, we've got uh, a full coaching panel. We've got we've got a great a great uh, very clever uh, head coach um, who's doing a great job despite. All the all the noise that's going around, um, we're a hundred percent behind him. Um, do we want more? Well, we've 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 gone outside the club. You know, we've got uh, Paul Rue still working for us. We've got Jared Murphy, who you you yep. probably know personally, Jimmy, from his time at Geelong. Um, both both of them, both of those guys have been in the club and working um, for us. This is the second season now. Um, when I say in the club, I mean figuratively for Rusey because obviously he's overseas at the moment and not in the country, but obviously has daily and weekly connection with us. So, so I asked ask that question, Ben, and, and again, back to that line, trusting the process. You, how do you sell that to your top pick, Jason Horn francis And I don't know whether the story only broke today, but you guys have been aware for some time, but it comes out today that he's putting contract talks off to the end of the year. What would he be looking for then to commit long-term with North Melbourne? Well, I mean, I mean, the obvious answer to that is that's a question for Jason and, and his manager, Ben Williams, and, and his family, I guess. Um, all we can do is provide the best possible environment for Jason and for other recruits and for other players to get better. Um, an environment where they're learning and growing and developing and enjoying <laughs> coming to work. And so that's the best we can do, and hopefully we have a bit of success along the way, and uh, we create a great camaraderie and a great bond between the players and with the coaching panel as well. So ultimately, that that's up to Jason. Um, it's not unusual. He's not the only uh, first-round pick that hasn't signed yet. Um, and like anyone, he's you know he's got to make sure that he's had time to sit and think, and he'll he'll make his decision, at, I guess, at the end of the year. So Ben, you're not coaching the side, nor are you the, the the head of footy. So I reckon it's a bit unfair to ask you about your game plan and how you see them actually playing on the field. I want to ask you about the mm. redevelopment of Arden Street, though, because this mm. has been something that's been talked about for a while. From my perspective, one of the key parts of a rebuild is that, say, in two, three seasons' time, when these talented young kids come through, you're going to want to top up and get players from other clubs to really springboard. Yeah. Um, on-field performance is one of those aspects to sell to those players. The other is 
facilities. Where is this redevelopment at? Because I reckon it's a it's a big swing depending on on how quickly it comes up and if it if it times well enough for your footy club. I think so, um, Sam. I, look, it's it's one of many many things that the players will toss up when they're deciding on the club. I think first and foremost, they're probably keen to know. Um, where the club's going or where it's heading, and you know, have they got a chance to have an opportunity to play more? Have they got an opportunity to play finals? Um, you know, like the culture of the club, like the coaching facilities does play a part. Um, the club we we are currently finishing, I think, will be finished by August. We'll be back in the office next week, but we'll be finished by August. The latest eight million dollar uh, redevelopment of the club okay. and the facilities. We did, we did one. Um, which finished only a few years prior to that, which finished, I think, in 1819, the last refurb finished. So we're going again. And then, of course, with the Arden Street, uh, Arden Street, Arden Precinct development, that's looking five, ten years down the track. And we're already talking to council and the government about our thoughts and plans about how we go again in five years' time. And does the CEO get involved in discussions as to whether you need or deserve a priority pick? Absolutely. <laughs> do you, Absolutely. Do you, do you deserve um, that, one? Uh, we'll, we'll make that determination later in the year. I think, you know, round eight's probably a bit early for us to be um, getting hysterical about sorts of things like that. We haven't given up on the season yet. We haven't given up on improving our position and improving our percentage and hopefully having a few wins. So, we'll look, uh, ask, me that, ask me that question in a couple of months' time, Sam. Can I ask you the rebuild question? I mean, you said you've sort of looked at other clubs and the rebuild. And most of us who look at North Melbourne think, you know, there's a, there's, there's sort of youth in there, but the uh, the, the core of the team, like the Jack Zebel type players, that, that seems like a very thin core of experienced, uh, proven players, and therefore it's very hard for the kids to survive under if you haven't if you haven't got a really large core. Hmm. Yeah, yes and no, Lee. I mean, there's Jack Zebel, there's there's Luke McDonald, there's um, Goldie, um, we've got Aiden Core, uh, Huey Greenwood we brought in late last year, Kate Turner, um, I mean, Josh Walker. I mean, you've got about seven guys there that are, um, not Lee Mac, Lee Mac's a bit younger, but we've got about seven guys there who are either 30 or over 30. Um, so if that's what you're referring to in terms of senior players and experience. And then, of course, Ben Cunnington, um, and we all know about his situation, but ben, Ben's in and around the club a lot too, so he's another one of that group. So, well, we, let's talk about Todd Goldstein, because that's an interesting one. I mean, he's obviously still there, but uh, Sherry, you're trying to sort of give game time to the new Ruckman. You can understand that, but it, it puts... Mm. What happened last summer, say, with the Todd Goldstein when you decided probably that we're not going to be playing as our first ruck any longer? Uh, I, don't, I don't know if that was decided late last year or not. Um, that's a question for, for Nobes. Um, I think the situation we're in at the moment is that um, the players have got... Oh, the players, sorry. The, the coaching panel have got a situation where we've got um, Coleman Jones and Sherry, you know, a 22-year-old and a 23-year-old. Uh, and we've got we've got the old warhorse in in Goldie who's been who's been magnificent for several years, and we we wouldn't be doing our job. The coaching panel wouldn't be doing our job if they weren't creating succession planning, and and so that's what they're doing. Um, Goldie's played every game this year, and he's played sometimes as the first ruck and sometimes as the second ruck. Um, 
uh, I think that's just part of natural evolution. Ben, we really appreciate your time. Your members do as well. Thanks for coming on. Good luck for the rest of the year. Let's hope it turns. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks, Lloyd. Better mafia there. Thanks, the CEO of North Melbourne.